Aloha and welcome to the Beautiful State Investment Podcast, where we talk about investing in a beautiful life and the many ways we can get there. Today we have on our show Liz Supo, who's back again to share her wisdom with us. Liz, please go ahead and introduce yourself for the crowd who doesn't yet know your incredible self. Oh, thank you so much, Frances. I'm Liz Supo. I'm a medium and a spiritual life coach. And um, not too long ago, a couple of years ago, I, my whole life changed and I finally realized what my calling in life was. And even though I've been a medium my whole life, I really didn't like that for many, many years because I didn't feel it was my calling. I thought that if you were a medium, you had to open a shop and, you know, do tarot readings or things like that. And Thank God, you know, finally, I understood that my calling in life is to help other people, first of all, connect to their higher selves, understand that they have the power, that they don't need to hire someone necessarily to do a reading. My goal is that every person that crosses my path connects to their own higher self so they can experience the things that we all can experience and that come so easy for me. but you know, it can be easy for everybody else and understand that we are in this life to enjoy, not to suffer. We didn't come here to suffer. So let's find a way to enjoy life together. I love that. Thank you so much. So I guess that answers the question of what is a, <laughs> and what is a spiritual life coach? Because you don't hear those titles very often. What is the most common response you get when you when when you say, "Oh, I'm a medium and a spiritual life coach." Do people look at you confused? Do you have to explain what it is? Do, do some people get it? So everybody has a different concept of of what spirituality means. So definitely, there's some explaining to do. And also, when you tell them, you know, that you're a medium, they automatically think that you just talk to dead people. You know, and that's the least that I do. Dead people? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. (laughs) So a medium is that. It's someone that can connect to people that cross over on top of being a psychic. That psychic can be, you know, connecting to uh, things that can happen. You know, having that sense, that sixth sense that we all have it and some have it more developed than others. But I don't use my mediumship necessarily to speak to the dead, but um, more than anything is to help others understand why we came into this world. Everybody has a different reason and different purpose. So let's find out together why you're here and why you're so unhappy, maybe, you know, and usually it's when you don't follow your purpose is when you are the most unhappy. Um, and if someone needs to talk to their relatives that are no longer here, what I do, I instead of me saying, oh, so-and-so is here and saying this for you, what I do, I do a special meditation and I help them connect with that loved one, which is so much more powerful because they can actually feel it. Wow. And then have you found that the people you've helped do that then have a way of accessing that in the future as well? Of course, but you know, it's like everything in life. You have to practice, 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 practice. If you don't practice, it's more difficult. Yeah, incredible. And then what about spiritual life coach? Give us a little bite on that. You know, what does that mean for people 
and who can you help with that? So, you know, we met through Tony Robbins, right? And we did so much work to get to where we are right now. So the spiritual life coach part comes mixing the regular coach with the spirituality part. I'm so lucky that I get to have a vision, a different vision to life. You know, I understand that this is a very, very short period. You know, lifetime is very short. And um, the most important things in life are not things. And so we spend so much time and energy wasting, worrying about things that don't really matter. And me too, you know, all the time. So it's a constant reminder and a constant exercise. Uh, so the people that comes to me are all different backgrounds. Um, I love working with women because I'm a woman and I can understand better. But I have a lot of male clients too, you know, very successful businessmen that they, they hire me to help them have a very clear vision on their business. Uh, and the magical part is that we mix what their calling is, who they are really in their heart, and how to bring that and, and make that their purpose and make a lot of money and help other people while they're doing it. So, you know, life is not just business or personal or religion. It's everything mixed up. So we need to work on every aspect. And that's what I love to do. That's incredible. Uh, without sharing any personal details, are you able to share any success stories from some of your clients that could inspire those listening to kind of hear what kind of things are in store for them with working with a spiritual life coach like yourself? Because it's such a unique title. I love it. I'm like, ooh, this is exciting. I know somebody's listening to this is going to need something like this. And maybe a story will help illustrate that. You know what it is, Francis, more than anything? It's not like you can pinpoint, oh, I'm successful at this now. It's opening the door to understanding who you are mm -hmm. and being honest with yourself. You know, for the first time, many times when we're talking, client and myself, for the first time, they feel free to be who they really are. They don't feel judged. They feel a sense of understanding. And they understand that there's no race. You know, it's not like you have to get here by a certain time. No, there's no wrongdoing. You know, even when you're making mistakes, there's no wrongdoing. You're learning. We're here to just experience love in every way, shape or form. And that's all. You know, um, recently I did a breath work session. I don't know if uh, everybody listening know what it is, but basically it's like a special meditation through breathing exercises in which you go on a journey and like you start to see things and it's so powerful. And I saw myself at the end of this lifetime and I was meeting my team of souls, which we all have them and angels, whatever you want to call it, doesn't really matter. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to use the, the, the words that I told them. I said, that shit was crazy. Like I'm not going back there. <laughs> and at the end they said to me, so what did you learn? And I kind of look back in my life and I'm, you know, with my eyes closed and, and, 
is just in your mind. And I thought, I can't remember anything but love mm. and how I made people feel and how they made me feel. Mm. That's all what really matters. Wow. You know? Yeah, 100%. That's so powerful. And I love that you say that everyone can access this. And I'm curious, what helped you first access this understanding that love is all that matters, right? Because there's so many things that can tell us otherwise, right? Like, oh, I have bills to pay. Oh, I have kids to take care of. Oh, I have to, have to, have to. Um, And so many of us live life unconsciously just going through the motions. So what's allowed you to step back into this really introspective space that you're in? So I think, you know, and this is like I just said, it's constant exercise. And I think that we never stop learning until we go. Um, The more you go within, the easier life gets. And the more simple life is, the more relaxed you are, the more you feel at peace. We are so programmed and it's a cultural thing. I don't know, you know, many, many reasons, but we're so used to to one more, 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 more. And we forget who we really are and why we came here on the first place, in the first place. Um, So that's, you know, what I do in the coaching. I uh, help people go through the different layers and minimizing and simplifying and going back to who you really are and we're in our hearts not so much in our heads you know um it's just a work in progress always uh, even for me you know since last time that we spoke oh yeah. my gosh so <laughs> many things have happened I'm like I cannot even recognize myself sometimes and and not in a great way I've been through a lot you know after I came back from the private island yeah so can we really quickly to catch people up most people will have just listened to our previous episode and so the last time we had talked which was almost a year ago you were about to host your own retreat on a private island in the British Virgin Islands so let's go what happened from there how was the retreat what came up for you before the retreat what came up for you after the retreat of course how was it tell us everything so this island is a special place in the world. I remember the first time that I was there and how I got there, you know, um, by chances. And I remember stepping foot in that island and looking. It's the most gorgeous place that I've, one of the most gorgeous places I've ever been. And there's an infinity pool looking into the ocean. And I thought, I waited 43 years to be here. I felt like, I'm home and and I'm like this is so crazy and Brittany the owner of the island is one very good friend of mine now um back then you know I we we known each other for what a year and a half only but it's those kind of people that you meet and you feel so connected to and she has a beautiful purpose you know the people that she brings to this island is people that really want to improve because you get there and you don't really know until you're there what's happening you know what it's all about um 
but I personally went there because I was going through a lot. You know, my husband just passed away two years ago now, but back then it was like three months before. And um, I got there in a very dark place, you know, and my life changed completely. I really uh, understood what my purpose in life was. And, and not just that, I felt this burning desire to go and do it. And it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to be a spiritual life coach now. Let me see. No, I go from zero to 100. Okay, I'm going to be a spiritual life coach and I'm going to rent a freaking private island and I'm going to host a retreat with the owner of the island. And the calling was so strong because I'm, I understood what that island meant and represented. And to me, it was pure manifestation that no matter where you are, everything is possible. You know, Brittany, the owner of the island, was living in her car 10 years prior and had no money to her name. And I'm not going to go into her whole life, but it's amazing if uh, you guys want to find out more. But, um, you know, I wanted to bring people there to understand that when you really put your mind and your heart into what you really want and you know many times people refrain from wanting things because they're afraid that they won't get it we all do and the key is that if something was placed in your heart it's because it was placed for a reason god the universe whatever you want to call it it's not so cruel that it's going to tell you oh you want this? You're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing is not to be so uh, limited by what we want. It's more about the intention and the feeling. And then release that into the universe and let the magic happen. You know, I'm a person that because I visualize a lot, I can see things and how they should work. And then nothing happens the way I want. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but then something else happens. And that's the gift, you know. And the same thing happened with this private island retreat. We got hit by a hurricane. During your retreat? But not in the island. But wow. be like two days before. <laughs> So a lot of people couldn't make it. Oh, wow. And I find out about all these the day before of my retreat. Oh, wow. When I'm on a plane going there and I arrive to Puerto Rico before my next flight and I get 200 messages of people saying, I'm so sorry, Liz, we're going through a hurricane here in Florida. All the airports are closed and I'm sitting down on the floor crying because I couldn't believe that I created this magical retreat that I put so much work and tears and effort and then the people are not going to be able to make it and I said to me you know I'm talking to my guides my spirit guides uh in my head <laughs> and I'm like how you know you told me I thought you know I find out what my purpose in life is that's it now life is going to be easy yeah. money's going to flow into my existence and everything is going to happen and then it didn't necessarily and I'm like you guys told me 
what to do and I did it and I heard in my head it was never about filling up the whole island it was about showing people what you're capable of when you want something mm. and I was like oh now I get it okay and and the fighting between my ego and my higher self you know so the retreat was amazing anyway but it's amazing how many limiting beliefs we have and how many layers we have to go through incredible thank you for sharing that that's so powerful of just how you manifested it and made it happen and then even saw all those gifts that showed up in maybe different forms than you had imagined and you had visualized of what was going to happen and what do you think is a, a takeaway that people listening can hear when they have a, a vision like you did of something happening and then everything goes wrong? There's a hurricane, there's this, there's that, and it doesn't go according to plan. What has allowed you to be in such a state? Uh, and I want to hear what happened after too, and just any realizations you had after, um, but just what happens and, and what do you recommend when people have a, a visualizing something and then it turns out so differently and maybe not like what they wanted or expected and how do you still know that this is what you are meant to do so two things one is many times we want something and we obsess about how to get it the how is never our mission is what and why. And the second thing is the ability to be flexible and to understand that we're always changing. That maybe what I wanted a year ago is no longer what I want today. And to be kind and welcome to whatever is showing up and look at it with curiosity. Uh, also, it's a great way, you know, when things are really going the opposite <laughs> direction of what you expected, to ask yourself two questions. One, which is usually what we might do, is everything is going wrong. Should I keep trying or should I just, you know, do something else? And listen to your body. Your body is your antenna. If your body feels, you know, that you're acting out of fear, then that's not the right answer. But in my heart, I was crying because I wanted it so badly. And it wasn't just for me, for my ego. It was because I knew this was such a gift for other people. And, you know, when we learn something good and we want to share it. You know, you want to help others. That's nature, I feel. And that was for me. So I, I was feeling like, you know, all this effort, not just physically, but money-wise as well. You know, I wanted to bring people into this island. And, and I did, but I thought it was going to be much more. And who knows? Um, everything was perfection the way it was. It looked very different than what I thought it would be. But at the same time, I, I went there one day before the retreat and I hang out with 
the group of people that I hang out the first time that I went to the island that they went there for another retreat and they went there again and they saw me and they saw that I was hosting my own retreat there and they all said oh my gosh we're so proud of you and like amazed and it helped me sometimes I'm very perfectionist and I minimize what I do what I achieve and so to see myself in someone else's eyes it was really helpful for me you know to understand that you don't have to create this huge um, end result that maybe just accounting for every little tiny thing that you have accomplished is the key you know so yeah I think that what I will say to everybody listening is just really connect to your heart close your eyes breathe deep and listen to your heart is this what you really really want and you know Tony Robbins says um what was Tony I don't know. I don't know exactly who it was, but um, when a kid starts learning to walk and it takes forever to walk, you know, that's it. Give up. You're never going to walk. You say, keep going. And so that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm keep going. And, and I'm just, the two words that come to my head is trust and allow. So I'm trusting that I'm being guided. I'm trusting that this is my calling because it feels in my heart and I'm allowing whatever has to happen for me to be that and to get to wherever I need to be I'm allowing to happen you know and sometimes it might not look bright and shiny but I'm just breathing into it you know so that's all what I can suggest you know to do yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And I can see it in you as well, just your peace and your radiance and just how you're showing up. I feel that I see you're evolving, evolving. So that's a hard word to say, evolving. And it's beautiful. So thank you for sharing that with all of us mm -hmm. and just how you're continuing on listening to that voice. Mm -hmm. And that's what I also wanted to ask about is because you had talked about the inner voice and also the ego and how do you differentiate between the two when you're going for these big goals and these big dreams and really living your purpose? How do you differentiate within yourself of what to actually go towards? So your inner voice or your higher self will never be mean to you. Never. It's always understanding and loving. Your ego on the other side is that. <laughs> so it's very easy, you know. Your higher self will never make you feel bad. Never. So um, I think the key is to quiet down and to breathe. You know, the for after that retreat, the, the private island retreat, and mind you, a month before I did another retreat in Ibiza, Spain. So and before that, you know, it was a whole, you know, a lot of work that I was doing. So when I came back from the island, I crashed. Mm. My, I realized that my cup was empty, that I spent so much time, energy, and everything giving and serving that I forgot to serve myself. And I said, okay. 
is November or, or end of October, something like that. I said, okay, I might take a few months, you know, until January 1st and, and see what happens, you know? And I kind of got, I don't want to say depressed, but it was, it looked pretty, you know, interesting. So there was days that I didn't even want to get up from bed. There was, there were days that I just wanted to cook for my kids and go for a walk at the beach and just relax. And at the same time, you know, I find out that my mother had cancer for the third time. And I think that I probably didn't um, mourn my husband much. So I think everything came collapsing on me. And on top of that, I felt um, like I wasn't successful, maybe, or, or, or that my calling that I make it up in my mind, you know, we're always judging ourselves. And I was like, maybe I'm not that good at what I'm doing, you know? And that really hurt my soul because I really love what I do and I am good at it. And sometimes I'm, you know, fucked up too, you know, that's life. Um, so it's understanding that that's okay too, you know, to make mistakes. And so the two months that I gave myself turned more into like six months. And a lot of judgment, you know, came from myself, you know, how I'm not producing, how I'm not, you know, making money the way I, I should be doing, you know. And then I realized, what if this is a gift? You know, because the universe is always supporting me. You know, it might not look the way I want it to look, but I never have anything, you know, missing. Or, um, you know, we have beautiful house, we have food, we have everything that we really need, we have it. So instead of focusing on making money and things like that, I said, okay, what if this is a great time for me to really spend time with my kids? You know, they're going to college in two years and then my house is going to be empty. And so I'm like, okay. And, and, and it's a very tricky dancing that you have to do by changing your mindset from what you are so accustomed to doing, you know, going back to the judgment, the, the, the guilt and things like that, what they were used to, to saying, okay, what if this is a gift? Let's look at it with different eyes. And so I've been doing that dance for the past <laughs> six months. And I recently went to Visa again for my birthday and I kind of got my group back and I'm starting to feel inspired again. And it's such a gift because without inspiration, I cannot do my job, you know? So I'm dancing. Yeah. Well, that's what life is, right? A dance between all these things and then recognizing what is the voice of love in our higher being. Like you said, it's always going to be love and kindness. And what's the voice of our ego, which I think you said so well, is that it's the voice that's mean to us and is, isn't kind and is, you know, blaming and judging ourselves or others or both. And 
and just recognizing that distinction. And something that helped me a while back is recognizing like our thoughts are not us, right? That we're mm -hmm. the observer of our thoughts. And so that we get to choose, you know, when we're not feeling well or not feeling great or not feeling motivated or inspired, we can choose to decide that we're going to be that person anyway. So I'm curious now, like what's the, what's next for you? What's like coming up for you as where this flows into from all of these incredible experiences that you shared. And thank you for being so vulnerable as well, because I think people can see this or that and think, oh, everything's perfect for that person. And you've shared some like high highs and low lows. Mm -hmm. I think that's the human is, that's what we are as humans. And yeah, yeah. Well, what's next for you with all of this? So I cannot tell you exactly what life is going to be or what I'm doing next. What I know is that instead of going from zero to 100, like I usually do in life, you know, you know, when I came to New York for the first time, it was because I wanted to be an actress. So I want to be an actress. I moved from Argentina to New York. Why not? You know, I want to be a spiritual life coach. I rent a freaking island. So this year is more about listening and being present and understanding how can I serve without any expectations. And so, for example, I'm little by little opening spots for coaching. And today I was talking to a client and she's going through some hiccups and I'm like, okay, if you feel called to, why don't we do another session? And she says, yes, let's do it. And I said, you know what? Even better. Instead of just a session, come and spend the whole day with me. Let's go to the beach. Let's have fun. And let's do a amazing life retreat. You know, mm -hmm. just one day of, you know, reconnecting and having fun. And Love so, that. yes, instead of being a one hour coaching on, you know, Zoom, let's have fun. You know, if we can do it, let's do it. And so that's the gift that's that I can give myself to instead of doing something so robotically, hmm. let, let's, let's do life. Hmm. Yeah. That, that can be life too. Why not? What a gift it is that I can work and work is going to the beach with a client and having fun, you know, that's Incredible. amazing. Yeah. yeah absolutely that's incredible amazing well like you swimming with your dolphins every day <laughs> not every day but definitely some days and I do see them outside quite a bit which is oh. very yeah so tell me now now let's switch hats I'm gonna interview <laughs> you a little bit okay tell me, tell me how did you end up in the island uh, so I ended up on the island probably because of so many reasons that I don't even know and won't know, um, but I ended up there because I was following Brittany on social media, thanks to you and thanks to a couple other friends who had introduced me to her and her world. And I just, I saw that she was doing an entrepreneur mastermind and that ended with a summit on the island. And it was just such an immediate body. Yes. Like, yes, I need to do this. Yes. I need to be there. Yes. I need to go there. Yes. I need to meet Brittany, all of these things. And I think what you had said earlier in our conversation is so true that our body is like, I don't remember the word you use. Like antenna. Antenna. Yeah. It's our signal. It's our uh, antenna. And that was, has been so true for me as I've tuned more into intuition. It's just knowing when things are right for me. And so going for them, no matter what, whether it makes 
logical sense or not, based on whatever metrics you know we're using, just knowing like, yeah, this is the right fit for me. And so, yeah, I did her 12-week program and ended up on the island and saw that infinity pool in person that you were talking about. And it was just incredible and such an amazing space. And like you said, hearing her story and being so inspired by her living in her purpose and her mission and recognizing for myself just how big of a purpose and a mission I have as well. And knowing that there is no time to waste, right? It's like, this is the time to do it and taking each small step, knowing that it's going to lead to those bigger steps. And so, you know, especially after being there, even more so, I was so impressed that you held and led a retreat there and so impressed that you just went for it because that's such a beautiful and incredible and powerful space. And then especially with the story behind it and the energy that lives on the island that we can all feel. I, I Again, I was even more impressed after being there, just how impressive it was that you held your own retreat. I was like, wow, Lisa's such a badass. Good for her. <laughs> so, so you tell me what's inspired in so many ways. I, well, that was what my guide said. It was about that. It was about inspiring other people to go after what they dream of and what you're capable of when you put your energy there. So tell me, what's your life purpose? My life purpose is to shine and to inspire others to lead lives that are beautiful in every way. Mm, I love it. And you do. Definitely you do. Thank you. You're badass. Yes. Thank, thank you so much. Well, um, before we sign off here, because I want to be mindful of our time, is there anything you want to leave our listeners with that's been the best investment in your life because beautiful state investments are all about investing in a beautiful life. So what is it? Yeah. That's allowed you to invest best in yourself, in your life, in anything, business, anything that comes to mind. So two things. One is it doesn't matter how much money you have, because I know that I have invested and I'm not suggesting you go in debt, you know, listen to your intuition for sure. But for me, my biggest investment a few years ago was being a platinum partner for Tony Robbins, which is a lot of money, you know, six figures. And I didn't have that money at all. But you know what it was? I said to myself, I don't want to live a life that that's not an option. So I'm going to find a way. And I did. I just put whatever, you know, could pray, kind of could put it down. And then it's funny how the universe works. That when you are certain about something and you want it so badly that the universe starts to find ways to make that happen, you know? So that's one thing. Uh, invest in yourself, in your inner self you know not so much on things investing enriching your life from within you know meet people that you admire or they inspire you they're everywhere we are everywhere you know especially now with social media everybody's so angry towards social media I you know what there's a good sign and bad side like everything you know reach out to the people you admire, talk to them, find a mentor. You know, it's, life can be really freaking amazing too. So invest in that. 
Thank you. That's so inspiring and definitely something I've found to be so true for myself as well. The best investments I've made are in myself. Um, so it's cool that you share that sentiment as well. And I hope that inspires everyone listening to invest in themselves as they are by listening to this and whatever else they choose to invest in. So thank you so much for your time today, Lise. It's been such a pleasure listening to you and your story and how you've evolved and your mindset and the great questions that you ask yourself. And I really believe that this is going to inspire so many people. So thank you for being here with us today. Oh, thank you so much. And I send love to everybody listening. And I hope that you are, you know, a little bit more happy just by listening to this. Amazing. Okay. Thank you. Aloha. Bye. Bye. Cool, Lise. You're amazing. You're such a oh, rock star. Thank you too. So <laughs> now tell me about the boyfriend. How did you meet the boyfriend? We met here in Hawaii, actually. So um, he is actually a traveler, like we're travelers. So that obviously says probably like more than both of us, which says a lot. And he was passing through Hawaii on his way to Australia. Um, he had actually lived in Hawaii. This is so random and cool. He had lived in Hawaii for a summer when he was in college teaching windsurfing on the other side of the island from where I live. So he was actually here like a year before I moved here for a little bit. And he came back in October of last year to go to the wedding of the guy that he lived with during that summer. <laughs> Thank God. Right? So, and so... And it, was he into all these things that like going to the island and all that? He was part of the mastermind? He wasn't part of the mastermind, but he came to the island with us, which was amazing. And he was actually the only like spouse couple partner that came. And it was awesome. He had such great energy and like was fits in so well with the group, of course. Yeah. He's with me, obviously. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, yes, he was into this already. Like, for example, so really quickly, we met here, we went on four dates in like a week, and then he was going to Fiji, because that's where he was going before Australia. And he invited me to go with him to Fiji, but I was hosting a retreat here in Hawaii, so I couldn't go because I had people I was committed to. And then my friend actually hosting the retreat with me, she's like, why don't you just go after the retreat? And I kind of had not considered that, and I thought, oh. All right. So I was like, hey, what if I come meet you in Fiji after like in a week or something? And he was going to Australia. So he would be in Australia then. So he's like, why don't you meet me in Australia? So we ended up meeting together in Australia for our fifth date. We did a 10 day cruise together, <laughs> which was both of our first cruises, which was also really fun. Um, so we, and he says, this is the point about growth and, and learning and such. He says, oh, do you want to read a book together on the cruise? And you know me, I'm, I'm, I read all the time. I don't know if you know much human design, but I've been getting into it because it's fascinating to me. And my human design is a one four. So I'm all about learning and like diving deep into things and just, I'm a life learner, it's who I am. And so of course I'm like, oh, what kind of book do you want to read? Thinking, no idea, you know, like, you know, 10 day cruise, are we going to read a novel together? And he's like, let's read a relationship book together. So we read, we ended up, uh, he, he gave me a bunch of suggestions and I gave him a bunch of suggestions and we ended up reading um, Eight Dates by John Gottman, which was amazing. Yeah, never but heard the, of that book. It's all, of, it's all the, the primary things that people need to have conversations about, whether you're in a marriage or a relation, any kind of relationship, romantically especially. You know, it talks about kids, family, what adventure means to you, what um, 
what your dreams are, uh, what, what money stories you have, um, all the things that you hear people like fight about because they don't talk about it. Right. Right. Not in alignment on it, then, you know, you're going to make the other person wrong for simply something that you haven't talked about. Right. People fight about money, about kids. And it's like, well, did you want kids? Cause that's not really something you can right. talk about, you know, <laughs> right. kid. So anyway, that's how we met. That's what happened. And then after that, we went, he went to Lithuania. That's where he's from for Christmas to be with his family. And I came back to Hawaii and then we met up in Lithuania. I went there the end of January and we spent a couple months in a little cabin in the woods. It was like a little snow globe, two walls of glass. And oh my gosh. <laughs> we'd go ice dipping, sauna, ice dipping, um, went to Finland, went to Miami, went to British Virgin Islands, went to Bahamas. Now we're back here. So oh my gosh. now you have the story. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I love it. Oh, it's that's so great. Good. So happy for you. You deserve the happiness happening in your life. My friend, thank you so much. I feel so good. Are you doing anything with Tony Robbins world or no? Um, You know, date with destiny. People keep reaching out to me to do date with destiny in person in December. And part of me wants to do it, but part of me is not quite ready to commit yet. You know, just Mm -hmm. because I'm feeling the need so much to be grounded and not travel that like the only trip that I have planned right now is Burning Man. Are you doing like an RV or something like that? Or I don't even know yet. I just know we have tickets. We're going. He's gone for like seven How or eight. How do you have tickets already? Because we're meant to be there. Tickets? <laughs> How? We got them on the day that they, in the sale. Oh, it's already. Oh, right. It's out now in August. Yeah, it's in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a couple sales. So we got one of the general sales. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Oh. I've been wanting to go to BM for years and years and years, uh, but I'm terrified of dust. Oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be very outside of my comfort zone. So I'm, I'm, I just, you know, it's interesting. I had thought for so long, it was just a big party in the desert, you know, like, oh, just like raging, you know? And I was no, like, no, 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 it's a lot and, of different things. Yeah. And then it's like, it's kind of a make your own reality. You know, you can party all day and all night, or you can like Sky was going to all these like seminars from great speakers. And that was what focus was for the last few Burning Mans was, oh, let me find the great speakers and go to them, couple dance parties, you know? And yeah, it's cool to me that, yeah, you can make it anything you want and what a creative space to be in. And the, the people that I know who've been there are all my people, all your people. So yeah. See if you can find a, um, how do they call it? Club? No, no, no club. Um, a camp? Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me know. Maybe I'll, I'll go this year. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry to have to cut it off because it was yeah. so. Mwah. Love you. you. Um, yeah. And let's stay in touch. And I'm so proud of you. And just, I see you radiating and shining. And it's just, it's beautiful to see. So okay. thank you for being such an inspiration. Love you. All right. Bye. Send me the, the podcast when you have it. I will. Absolutely. I'll talk to you okay. soon. Bye. Bye.